You're listening to the official podcast, Motivational Mondays with Turo and Zen. This would be the show, Motivational Mondays. Um, you know, welcome back to the show of this year. This, this sorry, is your first time. You know, welcome to the family is what I like to say. Um, and of course, we really appreciate you for taking the time out um, for making sure that you you actually develop yourself and become the better person that you can, right? Um, really and really walk into your purpose. So this is what the show is really about. And whether you're listening on a Monday or any other day, um, you know, I think we also have a branch uh, of the show called Motivational Uncut um, here in Barbados in the local city. And what you know, whether name, whatever name you take, and whatever day you listen to, it's the same thing, um, the same energy, the same vibe. We're here to bring you some motivation, and of course, um, that's really just the one step to getting forward. You know, motivation is only one part of it. Um, it's really up to you, but it's still really good that you're taking that first step. And again, welcome to the family. This is a very, very, very special episode. Um, I actually ran into you know a friend. I can call her a friend now. I hope I hope that's okay. If I can call you a friend, um, you know, on a Facebook group. Actual Facebook group, I believe the group is the Blackout Coalition. Really nice um, group, really supportive family there. And I saw a, a picture that struck me, right? Um, they literally struck me. I was I was there um, getting ready to just, just ball out um, in terms of tears. And, you know, what happened was that um, it was a picture uh, with, with my now friend, um, Zelda, um, who was talking about her very, very brief, very straightforward. She's very, uh, very straightforward person. She was just saying, I believe it's, you know, four and a half years um, cancer free, if I'm, if I'm correct, four and a half. Yeah. Yes, four yeah. and a half years cancer free. And um, obviously, this is a very special episode for, for even me and anyone that uh, would know what it's like uh, to obviously journey with someone who's going through something um, like that. So for those that don't know, my mom um, went through that. Um, and it was probably the toughest thing I went through in my entire life. Um, she was my best friend. We literally, I feel like we were getting so close at that stage. And then, you know, we got the news and then we had a good few months um, with her before, you know, obviously um, she, you know, she, she rose in, in power. Right. Um, so that's, that's how it went. And of course, just seeing that picture just kind of like struck me. I know, um, you know, it's October now and everyone's on this, you know, breast cancer awareness and this and that. And um, I, I sometimes I don't know how to feel, um, you know, around this time, but we'll talk more about it. Zelda, Zelda, Zelda is on the line. I, I mean, this is so random. This is so spontaneous. Um, and I really hope that people get something from this episode. Um, not only if you are suffering from, or if you know a friend who is, um, or just because of awareness purposes, um, I really hope that people still walk away with some general value, um, some general tips, um, some life, lifestyle changes, maybe. Um, that can literally um, be a change um, for, for persons going forward in your life. So Zada, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here and share my story of my journey. Um, that is what we as breast cancer survivors um, call this part of our life now because we now have a new normal. You know, yeah. life is longer normal. Well, so this breast cancer survivor journey um it's a hard one but you know it you can make it the key is you have to you have to believe it you have to know it and you have to allow yourself to believe in your ability to survive yeah. uh, neg- negativity you know the new saying now is just positive vibes. You have to have positive vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a must. So I am more than happy to share uh, my experience and my walk on this journey with anyone who is currently going through, you know, recently diagnosed, um, maybe a caregiver. However, I can help. You know, I'm willing to help. You know, each one teach one. That's wow. how I feel. And that means that means a lot. Let, let me tell you, when I say that we just met, <laughs> I mean we probably had a we probably you know transferred. Sorry, well exchanged um, a few you know notes here and there. Um, literally yeah. over the last maybe twenty four hours most. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, this is this is um, what I definitely call something called divine timing. Um, if you are here on the show, you didn't click on this, you know, for mistake. Um, and you know we're here for purpose, right? So I mean, thank you so much again for joining the show. Um, and of course, that's what it's all about. Whatever um, pain you may be going through, um, it may not be as extreme as a situation like this. 
Um, but again, whatever pain you're going through, as she said, you know, positivity is literally a prerequisite um, to get through that pain, right? Because it is temporary, um, temporary, believe it or not. Um, but going through the storm is so hard to see. So that's why I, I just think it's so important to see someone who literally went through that storm. And obviously, she'll have other challenges going down the line, but that particular challenge um, yeah. is one that, you know, few people can say, you know, we've done it. And, you know, I, I, she not only survived, but she's now thriving, right? You can, she's so yeah. happy. <laughs> she's literally yeah. so happy. And, you know, um, that just that radiance that she's now giving off is, is truly, yeah. um, you know, something for me. And when it comes to, like, prerequisites, like, other than, like, positivity, like, what would you say is another prerequisite when you are either going through a situation such as this or not so extreme as this, but you're going through a situation where you're not sure if you're actually going to make it out of? Wow. Um surround yourself with those who will be uplifting have a support system mm -hmm. um educate yourself on ways in which you can survive mm -hmm. um for me you have to be an advocate for yourself wow. um and some and be your uh, self-motivator mm -hmm. um you know of course with cancer or any disease you know Diet is so very key. Yeah. You know, Definitely. getting in the rest is so very important. Um, but for me, I would say the biggest thing is actually your mental health. Wow. Is, that is so very important. Um, because, you know, thoughts can come of, you know, you're not going to make it. You know, it's cancer. What are you going to do? You know, because cancer has this stigma. Because people immediately hear it and they think, you know, mortality, you're going to die. And that is so not the case. And you have to change your way of thinking mm -hmm. in this situation. Wow. Uh, so that's for me, it's vital. You have to change your way of thinking. Mm -hmm. You have to. Wow. Otherwise, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, I, and I mean, I like that. I think when persons usually hear uh, what you said earlier, you know, only positive vibes and this and that, um, I think that we just, uh, right now, it's, it's like almost overused, right? It's, it's like, it's on it's this nice little motivational t-shirt. It's this nice little motivational, um, you know, quote. It's like, you know, just that nice thing that people just throw about, just like, okay, just stay positive, you know, but yeah. um, what you're saying is going to take, you know, much more than that. There's, there's going to be resistance, Right. Yeah. That's, I think that's where the difficulty comes in. As you said, like being your own cheerleader and your own advocate, there's <laughs> there's nothing you know about that is going to be easy. I know no, persons who are even afraid to look in the mirror. Right. So imagine mm -hmm. looking in the mirror and just talking to yourself, or not looking in the mirror and pretending mm -hmm. that you're talking to yourself. I mean, that alone, like self affirmation, is is you such a powerful, powerful thing. And I think mm -hmm. persons that don't do it do it are kind of in this this cycle um, where it's just like, oh, that's that's that doesn't work. And all that, that's very corny and that's cheesy. And who does that, you know? Right. And wow, I mean, what you're saying here is, is way, 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 way beyond. And when we talk about resistance, what would you say, like, was your biggest resistance, um, you know, like kind of change when it came to changing your mindset? Because I had gotten so useful. It was years of buildup of having thinking, you know, negatively all the time. I never jumped to the positive. It was every time something came to me, it was always, I saw the negative side of it. Wow. That was something that took, you know, it took years, it grew over years. So it took me a while to grow out of that train of thought. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest resistance, you know, telling myself it was going to be okay and I'm going to be all right and to think positive. I mean, it was a daily I found myself having to get up and say, okay, this is a new day. You know, Zelda, you can do it. And for me, I am a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. So during that time, there were like six or seven scriptures in the Bible that I would just con constantly repeat in my head. I had to, because that was the only way the negativity, I was going to have the negativity not overcome me. Yeah. So I have to have something to believe in. Mm -hmm. So that's why faith is, is so important. For me, I think it is. And yeah. on this journey, you have to have it. You have to have it. You have to believe in something bigger than yourself. You have to know that, you know, God is there. 
um, and he, he's there to help. You just have to learn how to change your mindset to say, I believe that I can survive. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you just have to. You have to hold on to that. Because otherwise, the negativity will, you know, it will eat you alive. Yeah, and you have, you have to have the will. With cancer, you have to have the will to say, I'm going to survive. I'm going to live. I'm going to make it. You have to. I mean, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of like along the line of the affirmations as I was saying, like, like what you're doing is speaking beforehand. Um, yeah. Or, you know, even in prayers, um, I know that's death because I'm also religious as well. Um, but yeah. I just said I apply to everyone. Um, but even even in prayers, I know, you know, when, when especially when you're praying for someone, you're mm -hmm. actually speaking over their life. So it's mm -hmm. like, you have to kind of like do that for your own life as well. It's just mm -hmm. like, okay, I pray that I'm going to be well, but I'm also going to take the necessary actions, you know, needed, mm -hmm. you know, to get through this. And yeah. I also ask, um, you know, that I am open to whatever blessings that I can possibly mm -hmm. still receive along this journey while I'm still going through resistance. So it's right. like, you have to talk over your life in such a way that um, one, um, you're obviously you're thankful and you're still grateful for what you do have, even if even if you're going through a situation like that. I mean, that's that alone is resistance <laughs> in my in my personal opinion. Um, yeah. You know, going through something as tough as as cancer or whatever persons may be facing right now, mm -hmm. um, because obviously, um, regardless of what situation it is, we're not minimizing what your problem is. It's a problem, whatever you're going through. And I mean, like to go through that <laughs> definitely to go through that and still find something around you to, to look around and say you know what i'm i'm still happy and grateful that i have you know a roof over my head i'm happy and grateful i still have a few friends that i can call friends i have family that i can still call family like to do that that's a very powerful thing to do um just looking around and you know just kind of pulling on things and saying you know we're still grateful for that i think that alone for me personally would be like my my form of resistance um but i like what you said um, you know, what we call, um, well, what you were calling the build up, basically, yeah. and just like, you know, it speaks for itself when something builds up where, um, you know, we're basically putting on and putting on and putting on and putting on. Yeah. So imagine, you know, years of negativity just going up and up and up. Like, I'm, wow, to, well, I, I'm sure those Bible verses would have to be some yeah. serious, would have to be some <laughs> serious borders, you know, at, at that stage. Like, we're talking about years, and I am curious to know which Bible verses for short <laughs> um, you, you were using, you know, during that time? Um, you know, it would be, one would be, you know, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what would be, I'm trying to think of, the other one is um, love conquers uh, fear. Mm-hmm. That's not it, you know, that's not verbatim, but true love. Mm -hmm. um, what's the other one? Um, oh, I haven't made the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm, faith without works is dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? we, we can we can take it down that road right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it. Any any more that you could remember right now? Um. Um. Now those were the main ones. It was focused on strength. Mm -hmm. You know, that would be for me. I could do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, very 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 powerful. Um, I like when you, you know, when you talk about faith and again, we are playing to everyone, um, or as many people as we can, um, yeah. whether you believe in, yeah, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in, um, the universe, karma, energy, you know, you got to believe in something. Yeah. <laughs> you got to believe in something. Um, there's a quote that says, if you don't stand for something, and in this case, I'm going to say, if you don't believe in something, you're going to fall for anything, mm -hmm. anything. And that's where the problem is. Anything includes the negative as well. Not necessarily just the positive. We're talking about the same fear. We're talking about the same negativity. We're talking about the same mishaps. We're talking about the same opinions of others. It's, yes. it's going to be problematic, really and truly, without faith. Right, right. It is going to be problematic. So I like that you, you had a strong base on faith. I think my question personally was... <laughs> 
very personal question for sure and a deep one is did you ever feel like you were like losing faith actually losing faith like along that journey like it was that tough or not maybe not losing but maybe challenging your faith that is Mm, no because not really and i'm gonna tell you why it's because i i knew i knew that god was with me and that he would not you know leave me or forsake me correct so i you know i have this you know, when you have a relationship with God, it should be it should be a dialogue, not a yeah. monologue. Correct. We shouldn't always expect, you know, him to speak to us, you know, the Holy Spirit. We should it should be a back and forth. Mm-hmm. So before before like six months before I was diagnosed, mm-hmm. you know, I would have times and days where I would pray, you know, and I would pray, you know. And I would hear, I would have these conversations with God and, and hear, you know, I I just knew he was speaking to me saying that I love you. And so I was like, you know, yeah, I love you. No, I love you, God, too. I'm just, this is my prayer time. And I just, for whatever reason, now I know it's not for whatever reason, I do know. I constantly would have that prayer, that prayer time when I would hear that I love you. So I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it, I'm good with it. So fast forward, you know, six months, you know, I get my cancer diagnosed. But I realized as I was going through it in the beginning, I never really stopped to, I never had a breakdown. I never went through this, oh, why me? You know, am I, why am I, got, what, I, none of that. I didn't do any of that. And I, it took me a minute to realize the reason why I didn't is because all that time I had in my prayer time, I knew from that that when he kept telling me I love you, that he had me. Mm-hmm. So I never really was fretful. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how, that's why I say I never really lost my faith. Wow. That's really you know? good. Yeah. 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 Living, living by expectancy, you know, basically, which is, which is amazing. Like that is, that's what we call crazy faith. <laughs> that's yeah. a good, that's a really good faith that yeah. she got going on there. Like, cause I know, I know personally for me, obviously I haven't gone through the situation, but uh, with my mom who, um, who would have passed for it. I mean, it took me, I'm not even going to lie. It probably took me about three years um, before I even like turn back around to God and say, you know what? I, I'm not too sure what is going on up there in heaven. Or, or, you know, what's going on, what you're planning. Um, But, you know, help me to use this as an opportunity to help others just like yourself, right? Or help me to use this as an opportunity to want better myself so I would be able to give to others, right, freely. Right. Um, Right. And that was hard. That that was another form of resistance in itself. Um, And I'm just saying that to say that, you know, my my journey definitely wasn't, you know, um, I know yours wasn't easy for sure. Mine, you know, mine wasn't easy seeing it on the outside. And, you know, I wouldn't say that I lost it per se, but definitely challenge is the word that I would use. Yeah, I definitely would say challenge. So it was there. And, you know, the thing, the thing about having faith is, is, is such a beautiful thing is that because, yeah. you know, all he really asks is for you to believe. That's, the, that's one of the first things. You know, he, all he really asks is for you to believe. He doesn't say you have to have crazy belief. You have to have right. crazy faith. You just got to believe. And, yeah. you know, I, I, stood, I stood on that word saying, you know, I'm going to believe, I mean, right now, I really dislike that move that you made there, um, you know, sir, but I'm, I'm still going to believe. <laughs> I'm still going to hold on. I'm still going to say, um, you know, I'm still going to move on with life and, and not, not necessarily deny that that happened or, um, you know, deny that I did have a chance with my faith or with you for a bit. Um, but I just have to believe um, that it will get better. And it did. You know, here we are. <laughs> Didn't expect to be running a motivational show um, at all. Or to be talking to to you, you know, it's, it's such a, a short space of time. But I'm glad I did. I'm glad that we're here. You know, things do happen, and again, divine timing. Um, so I really, I really appreciate that. And that's really, that's really good. Um, that you did um stick to faith. Now there was something that you said that was quite interesting, uh, which was basically um the scripture: faith without works is dead. Um, I think I I think that is probably one of my favorite ones when it comes to faith. 
Because yeah. I strongly think that persons just believe that believing is, you know, half the journey or having yeah. faith is half. It's, it's a big part of it. No doubt yeah. about it. But it's right. knowing that you can just sit down and say, okay, um, you know, I got the diagnosis um, and, you know, I'm not sure what to do as yet. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm praying for a safe recovery or, you know, safe surgery and these are chemotherapy and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, right. that's one part of it. But um, I think you will know what you'll talk about. Um, uh, hopefully you'll mention um, at some point. Lifestyle. You had to change not only mindset, yes. but even the lifestyle. So what you're putting yes. into your mind and what you're putting into your body, you had to do that. Yes. No one could do it for you. Right. Exactly. That's what I had to do. So I had to say, okay, so I have to change my diet. I mean, I already had a pretty good diet, but I had to cut out so many like artificial things. I went to... Um, cutting out dairy, eating more antioxidants, you know, berries, um, more leafy green vegetables, organic, more organic foods. Um, I was really careful of the, uh, like the lotions and things I put on my body. I went to an all natural uh, antiperspirant. Um, lots and lots and lots of water. Um, you know, you have to do a, like a detox and flush your body. You, with um I would drink water, lemon water, uh with fresh with just just um just lemon juice and water. Mm -hmm. Um green teas, anything that was high in antioxidant. Mm -hmm. Um foods that did not that weren't really processed. You know, I matter of fact I've really kind of cut out um red meat as much as I used to. Now it's more chicken, you know, fish, mm -hmm. you know, seafood. So you really have to be mindful of, you know, what you put into your body. Oh, and exercise. That is yeah. so key. Yeah. Exercise. You have to as a breast cancer survivor, they tell us, you know, exercise really helps in the prevention of the recurrence or in the assistance of the recurrence of, of the other cancer. Mm -hmm. So exercise is key. So oh. yeah. So you have to, there are quite a few things that you have to do, and which we should do even without a cancer diagnosis. You know, just eating and living, you know, eating healthy, healthy diet, exercise. Yeah, but those things I had to do, and it didn't take long. It's like, okay, I can't have this anymore. All right, no problem. <laughs> so, you know, you do, you do when you, I mean, when you're dealing with something like this, you know, you cut things and you find a way. You know, you away. Jeez, so it, it's it almost like you didn't have resistance there either with the food, for sure. It's just like, okay, well, yeah. I can't do it, so I just won't. Right. You know? Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I wish, I, as you said, I wish persons would, um, again, whether it's with this situation or, you know, um, another situation that may not be as extreme, um, you know, I just wish that persons would, as you said, like actually do these things as well. And even have that mentality um, to also just say, you know what? This is not good for me, and I love myself enough, uh, and my body, and my mind, um, to right. not, you know, go forward with this. Like, right. yeah, I would, yeah, I see people eating it. People seem to be enjoying it. That's totally cool. But um, let's let's take a cut down there and try something different that may be better for the body. And I wish yeah. person would do that without, you know, again, like situations such yeah. as these. I really, yeah. really, really wish yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's something that I really wish that persons would go forward with. I mean it's so 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 important. Um, and I also I know I know that some of the myths um, also like even around uh, definitely breast cancer is that you know persons who um, who exercise and who are fit and uh, who eat well and stuff can't get it. I'm, I'm like what? Like there's actually there's actually one of the myths is that um, yeah persons that there persons that strongly believe that. Um, and of course there's so many other variables that come in um, come into play. I mean there's so so many. Um, but you would have um, put up the, you would have put the picture with the, what what should I call it? Is it a scarf? Head, ha, it was head a head wrap. wrap. Yeah, my head, head wrap. wrap. Yeah, head yeah. wrap, right. <laughs> yeah, head wrap. So you would, right, you would have put that up and immediately um, I would have remembered my mom. She also did the same thing. Um, you know, she was, she was really rocking that. Just as you said, you know, like that, that was it. Like that, that yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was yeah. it. So, like, so tell me, even that change of style, like, did that make you feel like anywhere about yourself, or were you able to still find confidence in, like, you know, um, the way oh you yeah, oh yeah, I was yeah. When I and the thing about it is, when I lost my hair, it was like two weeks after my first round of chemo. Wow. 
in the coping room. And I knew because the nurse told me, okay, Ms. you know, Miss Thunderbird, you're gonna lose your hair. I just want you to know it's probably gonna be in a couple of weeks or so. And as sure as she said it, you know, um, I lost my hair. Um, so I started wearing the hair wrap and I was like, you know, I'm gonna make this look good. And that's what I did. And I didn't think twice about it because I realized, you know, I am not my hair. My hair is not me. The way I, the way I saw it was, hey, I'm still alive. I am still breathing, living. I'm able to do what I need to do. I'm still here. That's what's most important to me. So, you know, hair or no hair, I was like, I could have cared less. I was going to make it work. And that's what I did with that head wrap. So... That was well, good. Either I way. mean, jeez, I, I am, I'm, I'm really proud of that. I see, I must say, like, legit, uh, what stood up was, obviously, you said, you know, you're not the here, the here is not you. Well, right. I mean, I mean, I feel, I feel like we um, kind of accessorize a lot as well. And, you know, the here kind of falls under there sometimes. Yeah. Um, where it is a case where we think that this is the look that we've, you know, portrayed yeah. for so long. It's like anything yeah. other than that, persons will treat me differently. Um, yeah. And, you know, I may lose some people and what's not, they may right. not like it, you know, right. but really and truly, um, as selfish as it may seem, it's, it's not really about the opinion of people, right? Especially right. during like this, like when you're right. trying to change yourself and um, get to a certain level, go to another, go to new heights, if you yeah. really want to soar, you know, yeah. you're, you're going to have to cut off something, um, yeah. no pun intended, but you're going right. to have to just, you know, you have to get rid of something, you know, right. it's, that's just right. how it goes. Um, so that head wrap was very interesting to me. I know my mom would. My mom had so she had a whole wardrobe full of them. Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so they match yeah. the clothes, you know. Of course, so yeah, like, mine did too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was I mean, a thing. Yeah, yeah, like all from leopard. We had the leopard print. She had like the normal scarf um, um, design. Yeah. Um, then we had like black. Then we had the polka dot. Then we had this and that. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I mean, yes. you guys did make it look really good. I must say, yeah. like, geez, <laughs> I really love that. So, yeah, the head wrap, um, I was really interested in, in that and, like, how people feel about it and, and what's yeah. um, how they feel about themselves. I know um, even clothing might have been a thing as well. Um, like, it was, would you say that was a big transition as well? And how did you deal with that? Um, no, not really because... I was all my. I was still wearing what I had been previously wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say my wardrobe, other than the head wrap, that was it. Everything else pretty much stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's everything pretty else pretty pretty stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, definitely a risk that's worth taking. You know, the hair for a bit. And you know, obviously she has some hair now. She has some good, nice, curly. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's back on track. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It came, yeah. It, it, it came back with the vengeance. I was like, oh my gosh. I like to say my hair. I have um, two different textures. Just like I say, my mom's hair is across the front, and my dad's hair is across the back. <laughs> so yeah. So it came back with a vengeance. But yeah. Oh man, well it's back, it's back. That's yeah, that's the point. Back. So that's, that's <laughs> thank God yeah. for that. So well, that's yeah. that's amazing. I think I even saw you um in a picture. You had you had some braids on. Was that recent? Yeah, that was recent. Yeah, I went to the island. I went to uh, Jamaica. Oh, Jamaica. And, yeah, I was in Jamaica earlier this year. Uh-huh. Oh, so you were down in the islands, down where I am, because <laughs> yeah, I'm in Barbados, yeah. so not too far off. Yeah, yeah, I was, oh, yeah, I was in Jamaica for what four days, five nights. Five nights, no, four nights, five days. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I had the braids, yeah, because you know when you travel, and those braids are just easier, because you know you're getting up and going. But yeah, so I, I go back and forth between natural, my natural hair and braids, one or the other. But yeah, but I, you know, and that's the other thing with breast cancer, any type of relaxer is is a is a non-starter. I mean. They say it's, it increases the risk of breast cancer. You know, black women put in hair relaxers on our hair. And the chemical is so harsh, you know, after years and years of it. So uh, when my hair grew back, I just, you know, I just decided I wouldn't relax it anymore. I would just go straight now. 
Okay, yeah, straight and natural. Okay, so that's that's nice to know. That's very, very nice to know. So thank you uh, for that, mm -hmm. for sure. In terms of the, there was something, well, we did mention about the faith. Um, so what else would you say? What else would you say was, um, I guess, something that kept you going? I mean, it could still be along the faith line, of course, um, but um, we did talk about the affirmations, um, prayers per se, as well, um, and those particular scriptures as well. Um, yeah. So when it came to still again pushing on and you know helping you through it what, what else would you say kind of helped you through uh, such a tough time um for me it was just becoming more knowledgeable of the type of breast cancer that i had uh, my medical team was very instrumental my surgeon was phenomenal she provided me with educational resources um to help me you know maneuver through what to expect, you know, after surgery, after chemotherapy, what to expect from radiation. Um, the thing is to, you know, prepare yourself, build up your knowledge, and then ask questions, especially with your medical team. You know, that is so important. And I say that because when I first was diagnosed, my surgeon, she referred me to a particular medical oncologist. Yeah. I saw the medical oncologist. We had our first consult. Um, when I walked into the to the her office, she she was she she wasn't positive at all. Oh, she was she gave me no it's like I, I got no feeling of, of of optimism from her. Mm -hmm. So as we're having this consultation she tells me that based on my cancer and the size and all this other stuff that she wanted me to, she she recommended that i have 16 rounds of chemo what i was like what? and i sat there i was like wait what <laughs> 16 rounds and i was like and i was sitting there like wow did she just say 16 rounds she said 16 rounds of chemo so i was like mm, that does oh. not sound wow. right no, at all. Based on the cancer that I had, I was like, that doesn't sound right. So I left my I left my left the office. I immediately got into my vehicle and I called my surgeon. I said, Doc, I can't do this medical oncologist. I said, she and I are just not vibing. I said she wants me to have 16 rounds of chemo and she was even a little taken aback. I said, I'm gonna get a second opinion, and that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So I got a second opinion. So I went to um, the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, America in Chicago, and met with a medical team. And I ended up only having to have four rounds of chemo oh. for my four. Yeah. So I went from having 16, well, she was recommending 16 to four. Mm -hmm. so the thing is, you have to be your own advocate, and you have to do the research. Because otherwise, you know, you would just go with whatever someone says just because. Very true. Yeah. Just because they're the they're the doctor, and they're not always right. You know, some people will try to they will over medicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was like, that just did not sit well with me. Oh. Yeah. Sixteen is is a lot based on what I know as well. Yeah, that's a, a lot actually. Yeah. And like you yeah. had like a quarter of that <laughs> and you're yeah. you know, you're yeah. well happy, you know, you're yeah. here. So I mean wow, that's that's a, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And I know I know for sure, um I think as I would have mentioned on, on the uh, Facebook comment, like, you know, chemo is, is not a you know, it's not it's not an easy thing. You know, no. um, I've been there for my mom when she was going through that. And I mean, she pretended she was a good actor. <laughs> she pretended yeah. like everything was, you know, as a mother. Um, yeah. you know, she pretended pretty well that, you know, it wasn't a big scene. And, you yeah. know, you have things to do, go through it, do what you have to do. Let's just keep moving. Um, yeah. But, you know, as I said, like at night times and stuff, it was a whole different situation. Just trying to sleep and, you know, just trying to be comfortable with herself. Like, it was that painful sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, that you're, I think sometimes your nails and, and all that stuff, you know, the, the, the nail under the bed and, yeah, the nail bed and stuff yeah. sort of die out and, you know, it's a lot that happens, yeah. basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then the loss of hair and what's not. So, I mean, it, 16 rounds is quite a bit too much. Um, yeah. But I am, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because 
You know, I find that when persons are diagnosed with something, as you said, like the, I feel like the power that they give, um, you know, they give someone in a position like that is absolutely ridiculous. As you said, yeah. like if they hear something from that person, it has to be right because they're trained in that area and I am not. Yeah. So yeah. I am not supposed to take, you know, anything else um, but what, what they give me. And right. I know um, of so many stories where persons say, um, you know, the doctor said we only had this time to live as extreme as that, only this time to live or this and that. And at the yeah. end of the day, if they faith again, use faith, believe, and yeah. uh, obviously put in the works, um, yeah. you know, that was non-existent. Whatever the doctor said was almost non-existent. So I'm so glad that you mentioned something like that because um, I know a lot of persons just go for what it is. Exactly, exactly. So you have to, you have to, you have to prepare yourself. You have to guard yourself. You have to, like I say, be your own advocate. You have to go out and get the information and make sure it's proper information. The internet is filled with all kinds of, of oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Erroneous. So you have to make sure that your source is credible. That's why, you know, I would go to the American Cancer Society, they have the breast cancer or breastcancer.org. And like I say, and my my surgeon, she gave me um, an actual booklet that was written by a breast cancer survivor who was also a nurse. And she would use that and she would give it to all of her breast cancer patients. And it was very, very helpful. So you 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 have to, you know, put in yourself all this information. So when it comes time for you to have these conversations, like say with your medical team, that you're you're prepared. You know, you have what you need to go in and be as informed and educated as possible. Because yes. this is your life, you know, not the doctor's life, it's your life, you know. So you have to be comfortable with the level of treatment that they are suggesting for you. Yeah. So that's how it is with me. Yeah. Jeez, I mean that's that's really that's really uplifting to hear for sure. To know that someone else's final call is not God's final call. Exactly. Right. There's there's so much more for you to do. Right. You knew and you you knew yourself that he did say he loves you, and you know yeah. that he loves us all. And, you know, yeah. really and truly, he's not going to, I know as cliche as it may sound, you know, he's not going to put us through something that we definitely cannot handle. Right. right? There's a reason why he's putting through, uh, putting us through right. it. There's a, um, as they said, there's no testimonial without a test, right? Exactly. Basically. And there's no strength without a struggle, right? No right. purpose without pain. And it could go exactly. on and on and on to say, well, yeah, you know, as you said, it's your life. Um, we have to somewhat, not somewhat, we have to take responsibility um, so that there is a change that's happening and so that we not only get the outcomes that we necessarily want, but the outcomes that uh, we need to become, you know, that person um, to help someone else. Because that's really the end of the game, you know. How could we help someone else? And, you know, at the end of the day, we still have to be able to help ourselves so we can be in a position to give. Because um, I know yeah. persons, again, kind of on the cliche stuff, is that, you know, you have to give and give and give and it'll come back to you. Uh, which is right. true, very true yeah. in the Bible itself. Um, but what is also true is that you have to be in a position to give. And you only, you know, get in a position by um, being your advocate, as you would say. I, I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, we usually have at the end of the show, we have something called the gem of the day, uh, which is usually like just a quote that kind of sums up everything. And it's like, and sometimes it, it can come from a poem, or it comes from here, it comes from there. But I'm liking that basically as a gem for sure. Um, you know, be your own advocate. And you really expanded on that, like, you know, immensely. You know, in terms of taking responsibility, um, having yeah. faith, but not only faith, but working at the same time, doing your own research. Um, yeah. Surround yourself with the right people. Like, I know people are probably thinking more friends or family, but you have some crazy support from your surgeon as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. support, you know, comes in different areas. And um, yeah. you know, persons, I like to say, are sometimes they can be God sent. You may, you may not know them before, <laughs> you know, and you may right. not know them after, but that during period that you needed them for, uh, you didn't have anyone else. And that exactly. period, you needed them for that period. They were positioned there. You were positioned there for that, that period per se. So right, that yeah. they have one another. Right. And I mean, I like, I, well, I mean, there is nothing that you can really, um, you can't put it in words, you know, how, how to say how thankful you are for so many people that just literally come at the right time. And don't, yeah. Don't ask so much in advance, you know. Don't ask so much mm -hmm. back. Um, they're just there because they have to be there. 
um, and they want to be there, right? They give up their all, they give endlessly um, and effortlessly, you know, to, to helping people. So, I mean, um, shout out to all those persons who may be in the actual position listening as well, um, where they're helping people and they don't really ask for anything back in return. And as small as it may be, just listening to someone, um, just listening to someone's, just listening to someone's challenge, they might have anyone else to talk to. And, you know, we know how, how that is when we have a bottle up inside. Um, you know, that challenge may not be big to other people, but it's big to them. And therefore, you know, they're holding that inside and it's causing them so much pain. Um, and as you would say, build up, right? So, you know, shout out to those persons. And of course, shout out to the other persons on the other hand, um, where um, obviously they're going through a challenge and they are still looking for that good Samaritan um, to, come, to come along. And I'm here to tell you that um, they're there. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's not usually not the person you're looking for. It's not the friends. It's not the family. Right. Um, sometimes, in your case, it, you know, it, one of them, you know, was a surgeon, and you mm -hmm. you didn't know who that person was, right? Per se, right. Then. Um, so you know, it's really interesting to see how support comes along. I, I'm just loving this this interview so much. I, I truly, truly do it. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it. You know, um, again, this kind of means a lot to me too. And you know, I really hope that people are getting some value um, from it, um, depending on well, depending on what they're going through. Um, but hopefully you can plug and play some certain things here. But be your own advocate. Wow. Be your own advocate. Like if there was anything else you had to add to that, uh, what would you say? Um, be your own, after be your own advocate, you know, you have to, like I said, walk the walk. Once you, you know, you're being your own advocate, but faith without works is dead. You got to put the work in. Mm -hmm. You got to put the work in. Mm -hmm. You have to. Definitely. Jeez. Yeah. Walk the walk is a is a strong one, and I think that goes back to like because everything you're saying just ties back if you're, if persons are listening really well. Um, when it comes back down to faith, affirmations, and praying over yourself, praying over your life. Um, you know, it's easier to walk the walk when you have also talked the talk, and when you have yeah. also thought the thought. I think exactly. that's I think that's the real formula there is, you know, because we talk about mindset. That's where we started. So when you have thought the thought, then you talk the talk. Remember, you have to speak over your, yeah. your life. You have to speak it into existence is what persons yeah. um, may say. And then, you know, with yeah, you um, thoughts, yeah, yeah, exactly. With thoughts, then come actions and come outcomes. Um, exactly. So I mean, this, 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 this is really a plug and play. <laughs> if you're listening really, really well, like I am, I'm one of those persons that's just like the breakdown stuff. Um, and see what was what's the inner meaning and, and the you know the depth to it you know so yeah. I really I'm really enjoying the conversation um, Zelda for sure I mean there's so many things that we can um, necessarily talk about for sure um, but I know that my I have this thing that when it comes to um, going back to the breast cancer awareness is that I find like just like some other diseases as well and illnesses and even just normal awareness days um, I find like we wait until like the month comes around or the day comes around when it comes to awareness. And you talked about, you slightly touched on um, being knowledgeable. I mean, you're self-aware. Um, like, what, what do you think about that? Like, having the month, do you think, like, the month is um, going to be enough for some persons? Or you think that is a case where persons, um, well, every month should be basically an, an awareness month, um, just journey of some, you know, diseases, illnesses, or challenges? Yeah. Every, I would say every month, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Every month, yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. And if and if and if you had if you had it your way, and you had one way to bring about awareness, right? When it comes to let's do it for this situation, of course, breast cancer. How would you do it? Oh, awareness for how I would do it would be. Oh my God. Um, I it would be just getting with a group of women or caregivers, you know, even you know men who are married to you know women or their mothers or sisters or whatever, and getting them together and just talking about the importance of mammograms, self breast exams, um. And having the conversation about if they get, if they know someone, if they, uh, if they get the, a diagnosis of cancer, mm -hmm. to not, to not just take it on as an instant death, 
mm-hmm. which is not a death. It's not a death wish, a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's the awareness because my, I had, and this is uh, error on my part, I had not been doing self-breast exams like I should monthly. Mm-hmm. I would just wait until I had my annual mammogram, and that's where they found my cancer. I was um, I was like six months behind in getting my having my mammogram. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got around to having it done, was January thirtieth of twenty sixteen is when they found it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say early detection because for me it was an early detection. Early detection is so vital in the survival of women who diagnose with breast cancer, and the earlier you find it the higher the survival rate. Yeah, yeah. So that awareness, that is, you know, and in so many African, well, we'll say, you know, people of color, women of color, for whatever reason, don't get mammograms like we should or at the rate that other ethnicities do. Um, And that's why so many of us succumb to breast cancer, you know, which is at a higher rate than others. And it's because, you know, we don't get the mammograms, but it's, it's so important. Those, they are so very, very, very important. Um, I can't stress enough, you know. And then also knowing your body. You know, we as women, you have to know your body, even outside of the mammogram. That's why self-breast exams are so important. We have to take note, you know, pay attention. Do you see anything different? Do you feel anything? Mm-hmm. You know, when you do your breast exam. So it's that's um, that's how I, I do awareness. Bring everybody together. Let everybody know we're you know it's a support. You have to have a support system mm-hmm. because, yeah. like you, you experienced with your mom, you know chemo is hard. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It, it's hard, and you have to like I said. And when I was going through chemo, um, my daughter at the time she was a senior in high school. And she was actually about to graduate. And she did graduate. She graduated, I think it was like after my third, she graduated on a Saturday. And I had the chemo the, the prior day before. Mm-hmm. So I, I, had to, I went to her graduation the day after chemo. But you know, right after chemo, they tell you to rest because your body needs yeah, to recuperate. Needs yeah, and so I really, you know, I was up and going. Still moving. But the thing is, the very next, I would say probably two months after, yeah, two months after that, you know, I had my last chemo. My last round of chemo was in July. It was July 8th was my last round of chemo. And they gave me, you know, you go through, they give you all these drugs, especially the one that replenishes your white blood cells. That's a, that's a whole different, that, oh my gosh, that, that alone with chemo is enough to make you just sit down for a few days because it really takes your body through some things. Um, but July 8th was my last round of chemo, and two days after that, my dad passed away. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. Yeah. He had a massive heart attack two days after my last round of chemo. Oh, my God. I'm I'm so sorry. No, no, thank you. It was completely unexpected. And I I remember when I got the phone call, because I was resting, you know, from my chemo. I was resting. And I got the phone call, and I just sat up in the bed, and all I could say was, really, God? Really? That's, and that's all I could say. Because I, I didn't know what else to say. I was like, yeah, because yeah, I had just gone through cancer. I'm still doing, dealing with chemo, and now my dad, I was like, yeah, so it was, it was trying. Yeah, it was wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that alone could be the testimonial for this entire yeah. thing. I mean, it's like, I feel, and I know a lot of persons feel it this as well. It's not only the challenge, but one of those, like the challenge, that 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 one turnaround challenge for you. And it seems like if it's kind of like that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what what our law is, the Murphy's law. Um, you know, anything that could go goes, and, and you're just like, you know, it couldn't get any worse. Could it? And, or yeah. you ask the question, could it get really worse? And it does. Yeah. And you're just here like. I, you know, I, I wasn't really asking for it to get worse. Like, please, it's get it almost gets to a stage where it's just like, please, I just, I just need a yeah. It's like even if you had it at first for the initial challenge, that 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 
other branch off that's going to come. It's not sometimes not even related to that next challenge. You're just like, okay, you know that that's and it almost comes to just throw you right off. And you know, I mean, going through things like that is is definitely is def, I don't want to say it's not for the weak, but it's definitely for the for the faithful. Um, and and that's that's what it is. And that's I think that's where my breakdown was. Right, so that's what I was asking you about. Um, I think I asked you earlier about the faith and if there was any time that you actually challenged it and stuff. Um, you almost challenged it and stuff. It, it almost sounds like that was your <laughs> that was your challenging yeah. moment. There. I mean, that would be mine personally. Like, there's no yeah. way that I would not be upset. Uh, just a, at least confused. At least confused. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was taken aback, and I was like, and it's all I kept saying. Like, that's all I kept saying. Mm-hmm. Like, really, God? Like, really? That's this is this is what you. You wanna yeah, so it was um it was it was it was trying, but you know, I made it, I did what I had to do. My dad was in a different state. I had to drive six hours to take care of funeral arrangements, you know, plan a funeral, bury my dad, you know, because I I uh, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So it was just me. Mm-hmm. Um so it was, it was difficult. It was that, but as, but even with that, I was like, okay, God, we just gonna, we just gonna go with this. Let's just. What crazy what faith? Crazy faith. Crazy faith. That's yeah. definitely what I call crazy faith. Cause I mean, wow, well, and you were only child too, so it's not like you know you had, um, you had some other siblings that could also help out as well. I know that stress is like, just yeah. just like any other situation, stress is legit. The the care. Yeah. Like out of all the things, you know, if if you have those negative thoughts that we were talking about, and you were listening yep. to people's opinion, and you're just sticking to what the doctor says, and you're yep. just, it's just a one way route. If it's not that yep. route, then you know you you've lost it. Or if that's the attitude you're going in with, I mean, you 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 know, you're kind of it's it's kind of going to come regardless. No stress, it's going to come, right. and we all know that that's really you know that's what they call the silent killer, like. Across the board, for, oh, for just yeah. yeah, for just issues and stuff like that, yeah. um, diseases, yeah. illnesses. We know that stress, you know, is is really the thing. So I, I can't even imagine um, on that last round of chemo and then to get that news. Then you had no one to help you out. You had to go, and then you still had to sort out the funeral funeral arrangements. I'm like, yeah. oh, that that's just too much. <laughs> I I can't even I can't I can't even imagine right now. I just uh, that's tough. I know. I think in my situation, it was more like uh, my the sub challenges or the branch those those um those those branches those challenges that those other ones that I got while that was happening um was that I think a year and a half a year and a half before uh, my granddad had had died and he's the person that we stayed with um the most me and my me me and my brother when we were um, being raised up. Um, and he also had a, a pretty difficult um, journey. Um, he was, if I'm being honest, he was quite stubborn about his situation. He had a, had a pain in his foot uh, for a few years. And you oh. know, by the time we got to the doctor, you know, they were just like, you know, you're going to have to take this off, right? Oh. You're going to have, you're going to, you're going to have to take this off unless we're going to be in some problems. And, um, you know, he was a handyman. He legit, you know, he, he was a barber. He was a taxi man. Um, yeah. He also did some carpentry. So like his yeah. hand and his legs, you know, Without those, we would be in some problems. Yeah. So to, for that to happen, the amputation, and then, you know, to see him, um, you know, just kind of like just lay there now and stuff like that, have people do everything for him. That was like my first chance. I think it was my first chance around 14. And then a lot, um, I think a few months after that, I would have lost my uncle, Uncle Simon. I uh, would have lost him as well. And then I was also in choir at the same time, um, you know, at church, um, you know, because I, I sing a little and stuff. I know persons don't know that, but I used to sing. I was in choir at church, and um, the choir director was one of my mom's close friends because my mom was also a choir director as well. Um, and they were really close, close and she also um, caught cancer. And she died from it. And that happened um, about five months after my uncle, which was three months or so after my granddad. And then the last, the last one for me was then obviously my mom. So it's like, sometimes what you do, just don't expect to happen. Like you, you legit don't expect it to happen. It's like you, you, you know, you're losing um, what I would call heroes. Um, you know, heroes. Heroes don't necessarily have a weakness unless we're obviously looking at uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, TV show or whatever the case is. But when you look at a hero, otherwise, it's just like you don't really expect them to fall. 
And I think right. um, that was one of my difficult things. I, I, I thought it was not, I really thought it wasn't real. I was, I was in yeah. some serious denial at that stage. Yeah. And then, as you said, it's like, sometimes you just don't even know what to say. It's like, um, okay, really God, like, yeah. by the yeah. time we had the second one, I was just like, my hands was in the air. We had the third, we had the fourth. I'm just like, yeah. just take me, just, just do yeah. what you have to do. And yeah. you know, um, yeah. it's either you work with me or you know, we're done. We are yeah. done right now. Yeah. And, you know, my hands were tight, but as I said, just holding on to that little bit of belief, um, you know, was, was, was what I did. And, um, that got me through. So for anyone that's listening, um, for sure, just, you know, kind of wrapping up those, those particular scenarios, um, you know, yeah. we've, we've been there, right. Um, other persons that may be going through it or, um, uh, might, well, might've gone through it already, right. Things like this. And we're just here to say, obviously we're, we're standing with you. Um, you're not alone. Um, and all these things may seem cliche, but this is, this is seriousness. Now, um, you know, we're a family, you know, we're all a family. I may not know you, whoever you're listening, wherever you're listening to, um, but wherever you're listening from or whoever you are, I may not, I may not know you per se, but I know you, I know you enough to know, um, that you are blessed. You are highly favored. Um, there, there's, there's so much that's coming for you that you just can't see right now in the storm. Um, because of obviously, you know, all the things are blocking you in your way. But just pass these things if you just stick through. Um, and as she said, be your own advocate. As she also said, um, have faith. Put in the work. Surround yourself with the right people. Please, this one is so important. Um, surround yourself with the right people. Hang in there. Um, it will get better. It lit literally will get better. Um, so, you know, don't turn around as yet. Keep, keep, keep rowing that boat. Keep rowing that boat and go through um, the storm. So, I mean... I'm not just sure. Um, I mean, we could be here all night, Rich, because I really love the conversation. But I mean, I'm just going to wrap it up really um, briefly, and you know, ask you if there's anything else that you you know that you wanted to mention. I mean, if you want to give it some direction, um, if if you had to um, say one thing um, or one last thing to persons who may be not only breast cancer per se, but going through a challenge that they just they legit think this is their end. As you said, this is their death sentence. Um, if anything, this this is the end of the road for them. Uh, what what would you tell like someone in a situation like that? I would say never count yourself out. Never give up. Mm-hmm. You have to fight to fight. Because you 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 have to hmm. how can I put this? Um You have to convince, sometimes if you don't change your way of thinking, you have to let yourself know that you are worthy. You are worthy to be happy. You are worthy to be alive. So you have to do what you have to do to make sure you stay that way and that you're going to make it and you're going to persevere. If you have to do it for a loved one, for me, you know, it was my daughter. I was like, I'm not going anywhere because I have to raise my baby. <laughs> so you have to, you know, motivate yourself and know at the end of the day, you can make it. You just, you have to say whatever you need to say to yourself to keep yourself going. <laughs> Positive vibes, you have to. I mean, this conversation was it for me. <laughs> Most mm-hmm. definitely. Thank you so much. Um, Zenda, that's Thunderbird is the last yeah. name. The one. Yeah. Really interesting names. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much, um, Zell the Thunderbird. Um, you can let the persons know where they can probably, I'm, I'm not sure if you'll be open to that, but where persons can probably reach out to you, if anything, whether it's on Facebook or whatever case, it's yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so facebook that's zelda thunderbird you can um it's spelled exactly how you hear it that's z-e-l-d-a thunderbird um and of course you can show me on facebook as well or anywhere else um that's um turo menal that's t-u-r-o-m-e-n-a-l um and for the instagram official turo that's official t-u-r-o um and of course for the show if you have any questions queries um, any feedback whatsoever, you can send it to official MM. That stands for Motivational Monday Podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can listen to any previous episodes um, on Anchor FM. We have um, Spotify, Anchor. Sorry, we mentioned Anchor. Sorry, um, Apple Podcasts. Yes, and Google Podcasts and all the other links. Um, the Motivational Monday. That's The Motivational Monday. 
um, podcast. You can find it on Google as well. Really simple. And I think the number one thing that you want to do is be an advocate for yourself. Um, just that's what we're going to close out with for the Gemini Day. Be an advocate um, for yourself. I really love that one, Zelda. Um, thank you so, 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 so much um, for coming in, coming through again. Um, and thank you guys for listening as well. And I think um, as she talks about support, I, I'm, you know, obviously asking you um, to, you know, of course, share the link with your friends, share it with family members, um, anyone that, that you think may, may find some use in this, whether they're going through the same situation, similar ones, or just a challenge over, overall, I think there's something to learn here. So um, I think that's, uh, that's doing your part, right? Making sure that you send it to people that you care about and some friends and family, of course, just share the link and of course, leave a review if you can. So that's it really and truly for this episode. Um, I'll hear you soon and thank you so much and welcome to the family. Thank you for tuning in to Motivational Mondays. Listen to our podcast on Anchor FM and hot95.3fm.com.